This episode is brought to you by the Project Manga Patreon, the best way for viewers to support the project and allow us a means to keep providing new and quality content to our subscribers. Go to patreon.com slash projectmanga and find out more about the perks we have available to patrons, including early access to all of our content and exclusive videos like behind-the-scenes footage and additional manga reviews. That's patreon.com slash projectmanga. everyone and welcome back to one shots i'm your host nox hello yenis and i'm axel and uh this is it's been a while since we've done this show so forgive me for any kind of stumbling or any kind of clunkiness in the in the in the intro here uh, it's been a while since we've done this uh this one regularly but this is this was our bi-weekly or twice weekly live manga podcast that we had going like every other wednesday uh a few months ago i think we'll be moving it to more of like a monthly slot uh moving forward but um but yeah we're we're finally here to finally discuss don to don and uh we're all we've all been like really you know big fans of the series since it came out we got axel blaze joining us here today thanks for joining us axel yup just happy to be here and uh otherwise very busy weekend yeah yeah for sure this is long overdue though uh don to don is the new sci-fi occult series or newer sci-fi occult series by uh yuki nobutatsu who is the um assistant of mangaka like uh fujimoto tatsuki and kaku yuji i believe as well i don't know if he's done anything before don to don or not uh one shots maybe yeah but otherwise this is his debut okay cool cool oh. yeah absolutely incredible series can't wait to start getting talking about it as far as how the the stream will kind of go we'll break down the series in a couple of different categories talking about the art talking about the characters talking about the concepts things like that just an overall comprehensive holistic review of how we feel about the series so far um and then yeah once the stream is concluded we'll go ahead and throw it on patreon for our early access people and then a couple days later youtube will get it so you got a couple different ways to catch the stream if you miss it or can't stay for the entire thing but um yeah hey kaisu yeah definitely <laughs> definitely go read don to don oh wow that's not that's not right let's get this alert box above the chat box there we go ah <laughs> uh, what up sean good to see you man 15 months thank you brother you're a champion and a scholar shout out to everybody for pulling up for this like kind of uh you know short notice stream we've been talking about how we've been wanting to do it for months now we wanted to do it after it hit a volume but now volume yeah, there's two out now <laughs> yeah. you know there's two out now and then there's even like almost more to work with yeah i more feel like there's almost enough for four volumes worth of content out by now but we're finally doing it we're here and uh we're super excited so yeah i don't know let's just yeah let's just jump like right into things how about so oh yeah as far I'm as at the for this. yeah as far as don to don goes um the, i guess the first conversation that i kind of wanted to have in regard to the series was what was the first thing that kind of jumped out at you guys when when you first uh when you first started reading the series in two words 
fever dream. <laughs> like the yeah. whole series is very surreal. Um and like even like in the first two chapters, there was a moment where like, hey, did your hair change? And he's like, no, it didn't. And I was like, wait a second, it definitely changed. What are you talking about? Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, Okarun's personality is amazing. All of the all of the personalities are are super um different you know what i mean like they all feel like wildly different from each other anybody that's introduced in the series it doesn't feel like they fit too much in with someone else so very colorful cast inside of, of don don so far and yeah fever mm -hmm. dream is a it's a good way to put that axel what was the first thing that jumped out at you when you first started reading don don it felt like a less cringy version of gantz honestly oh, wow um <laughs> like, oh, that shit. Was, so like, Shots as fired. As, I, I, and I love Gantz, yeah, Gantz but I good. will be one of the first to acknowledge that it has very big issues. Yeah, for like, sure. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, but it was one of those things where it's just like, uh, as soon as the the aliens and the yokai showed up, it was just like, all right, this art is very reminiscent of Gantz because that was part of like the art style it was like you got humans and then all of a sudden you have this alien that is just like there's something that's just off about it right um like especially mm. like in that very first like uh arc of Gantz where they go off go after like the onion aliens like yeah it's one of those things where it's just like this is oh this is creepy yeah. um but like it, it, it like after that very first impression, like going into that first chapter, like it was such a ride. Like the the fact that I, I'm someone that I love character expressions, right? Uh, very much. Yeah, it's one of the reasons why the Tesla Note anime situation pisses me off so much because I really enjoyed the Tesla Note like manga and like mm -hmm. the, the the range of like facial expressions and whatnot. And the characters in Dandadan are just so expressive, right? Like it, it, it's so inviting, um, it's so interesting, and on top of that, just the fact that you have a mix of aliens and like ghosts, yokai yes. in like the same series that doesn't happen. You, you usually get one or the other, right? And so it's been very interesting, especially reading onwards, that that the fact that there are the two is as important to the plot as it is yeah absolutely. but like the, i that was one of the chapters where i just fell in love right away with the first chapter um and i've said it before like that you know for rookie manga of the year it was ranger reject at one point in time hell yeah and i was just like all right can anything you know meet that bar Top of that. ranger reject mm -hmm. Don Dadan has broken that at yeah. this point. Yeah, for um, sure. The body of work of Don Dadan, like it is currently my manga of the year or rookie manga of the year. And yeah. that is the bar that I am I am gonna be shocked if anything can meet it. I welcome it. Absolutely. But I, I doubt Please we'll rise to the challenge, this point. right? Right. Yes. Like I like this for year rookies, has it set the been bar very high good. as hell. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This year has been exceptional for mm -hmm. rookie series. Um, and like obviously you have a lot of people that are disappointed by the cancellations of what they thought were the series that would <laughs> rise to the top. 
But like when you look past that, like Shonen Jump and Jump Plus in particular, they are rocking with the new series. And Don Don, mm-hmm. especially for this year, is leading the charge for Jump Plus. Yeah, I think I think I would agree with you on that. Um, going into what you were saying about ghosts and and aliens being together in the series that was actually one of the first things that jumped out to me as well because considering that those concepts are both kind of like diametrically opposing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh to a certain degree like at the same time it's cool how the the premise kind of lets you know like hey these are both equally unbelievable things you know what i mean so just right away that like i always look for like that cool little like um you know notion being explored in like a manga and whenever you know a notion like that is as is as um is as uh important to the plot you know as as the the combination of ghosts and and aliens are for a story like don to don right away i was just like okay this dude's got something here you know what i mean like this is already gonna be cool the art is fucking delicious too that was like one of the first things that jumped out at me like you get a lot of um you get a lot of uh like wide angle perspectives that are used like really often especially in the beginning you get a lot of that fisheye lens effect that really adds to mm-hmm. like the, the the aesthetic that really sticks in your mind when you think about the series things like mm-hmm. that right away they were doing so many things correctly and that first chapter was so wild holy shit it was insane mm-hmm. <laughs> i when i first started reading this and when i reread it um in preparation it screamed to me like a silly horror movie like Mm -hmm. like the way it was they're like hey let's check it out okay we're gonna be some goofy kids we're gonna do a test of courage because we're both outsiders and our lives aren't great we need a distraction let's go and then oh ah weird cloning overly sexual like gray robe gray aliens and then like it was also very nostalgic too because like Mm. um like the serpoyans um yeah look like ultraman bad guys oh wow do they no yeah they they literally look like um there's an ultraman bad guy called dada and it had like um stripes the whole checkered thing they had like three faces so when they do the awesome zone i think that's like a reference to the three faces it does and i know that when ultraman was released um their whole thing was they had three faces, which is the concept of um, the Japanese proverb, "You ha- everyone has three faces. Mm. One they show the world, one they show the family, one they show the- themselves. Oh, sure. And so I feel like that's a big part of the series. That personally. feels a lot like, uh, like astrology, you know what I mean? Like your sun, your moon, and like your rising signs and whatnot. Mm. I think that that's what those represent too, to a certain degree. Yeah, I think it. a lot of cultures should have that stuff because, I mean, that is kind of what it is. Because if you have like... Um, if you have Ira, she has a very public face. She has a very personal face. She's learning how to do that. Like, right. um, oh. Before we, oh, real quick, before we yeah. get like too far into this, it should be obvious, Fair but enough. I don't think I said anything. There's going to be heavy spoilers for the entire series in this conversation. Oh, yeah. I just want to verbalize that yep. just so that it's <laughs> out there. So like before we get into like the meat and potatoes of like the actual series itself, while we're still on like the, what was your first impressions kind of talk? Mm. I just wanted to throw that out there. If you are not caught up on Don to Don, or if you haven't read it yet, this isn't going to work like our, you know, why you should read the breaker stream or why you should read undead on luck stream where we have like a non-spoiler conversation in the middle we're going right into everything like pretty much right away so now's your time to jump out otherwise you just don't care so 
it's a very tight series like yeah. it's very tight it's very fluid it has um a sort of like dreamlike quality where you have a reference and then that reference carries on to the next scene mm. like um like the biology scene uh where they have like the mantis shrimp and they're like talking about that stuff and immediately yeah. it carries over into the next couple scenes and arcs right and so like it has that dream quality where you're like you're not entirely sure how you got to that next <laughs> part of the dream yeah. you know that there is one connecting thing and that was enough yeah like your brain is making that thing and that's why i have that fever dream analogy because it definitely yeah. follows that dream logic yeah a little bit um and it's so uh referential like it was just like man i know a little bit about some of these random things because i love folklore i love the occult i love um like aliens and stuff so like having them referenced and stuff i was like oh yeah this is like reminds me of an old school ultraman stuff like like um when they had the mantis shrimp alien there's literally an ultraman guy named balton which is like a shrimp based alien holy shit and i was just like yeah it was just like man that's kind of <laughs> wild like how these different references and like um like the dada aliens yeah. that the sepoyans are based off of yeah. um sepoyans if you go on to like uh conspiracy theorist uh blogs is the grays the classical grays oh um, sure yeah the big mega mind foreheads down yep, to like that's, the that's really what their sharp title chins. is the sepoyans yeah. that's their whole thing oh damn um, but like dada the creature is reference of Dada, the art, which mm. focuses on, like, anti-intuition, anti-logic, anti-reason, nonsense. And then, like, the art movement itself is about reusing and modifying existing sources to make new forms of art. So I thought it was really interesting that, like, hey, you know, they got the ten Ken Takakura stuff. They've got the, I'm an awkward fellow, after all. Like, old yeah. commercial references. Like, even the boxers, like, the Chiquita Chiquita thing is a yeah. reference to an old energy drink. Oh, you know? Wow. So it's like, everything is weird and referential. Like, um, like the grandma. Um, grandma, this old exorcist, her stage name is Dodoria. That's the name of a bad guy from Dragon Ball Z. Like, oh shit! Yeah, from the Ginyu Force. Yeah. I, no, it was the Ginyu Force. No, he looked like a durian. No, I think you're right. One. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that is mm -hmm. I think that is the Ginyu Force. Dodoria yeah. completely. Well, no, 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 like Dodoria part of the Ginyu Force. Dodoria was like. Oh. The left hand lieutenant yeah. of Frieza. Of like Frieza. the Ginyu Force yeah, yeah, was yeah, a, yeah. A, a separate thing. Dodoria was not yeah. part of the pose. Yeah, squad. He, he yeah. got his arms pulled off by like Vegeta or something. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, you know, like no, there's like, so many references. Yeah, like holy shit. Like Ultraman, like when you said Ultraman and there being like multiple Ultraman references, like. That's really cool. I don't really have too much experience with Ultraman. I think the only Ultraman that I ever watched was like Saturday morning, like Fox Kids shit. There was like a dub or something. You know what it I mean? It wasn't. Or... It wasn't Ultraman. It was Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, and it was oh, the <laughs> American adaptation of Gridman. Um, which I swear there was an Ultraman had, one though, because he did the thing, and like the the so intro was that like, was Ultraman. You know what it's I'm saying? It's very possible, yeah. but I mean, at the very least, like, the one that most people are familiar with yeah, is yeah. Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, which, again, was based off of Gridman, which also just had two seasons of anime. Mm. Um, season two, in particular, with Xenon. Oh, my God, freaking awesome. Yeah. But, like, you can, even with watching the Gridman anime or the Xenon anime, you can definitely tell the Ultraman-esque vibes of the Don Don aliens mm -hmm. compared to Ultraman. So like, 
I, I didn't put those two and two together yeah. until Melo said that, but it's just like, yeah, it clicks. Yeah, like, yeah it, it they, 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 fits. Even, even the monkey guy reminds me of like those Sentai series uh, where they have Kamen Rider and Power Rangers and all that stuff. And they're just like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just a guy with a monkey mask and <laughs> I have cans. Yeah, that's my power. Like we're just, oh, we're making, you know, we need a bad guy for this week. Let's go. Sure, <laughs> yeah. sure. Well, making like even a tangent like to ranger reject again mm-hmm. like that was part of the the shtick in the first chapter it was just like all right we gotta combine this animal with this thing all right we have a plot like like the, this is the monster yeah. exactly so like that's the thing is that like that's kind of what we've been getting in certain regards sure like just random combinations of things for the aliens i'm i'm very interested to know whether or not there is uh, some kind of reference or whatnot that they're doing with the alien, or sorry, not the alien, the yokai side of things, because mm-hmm. that, at least to me, hasn't been as cut and clear compared to the aesthetic for the aliens so sure. far. Sure. But well, the we're like, the... Turbo Granny is an old one. The Turbo Granny is actually like they call it a modern day yokai, but like the Turbo Granny has been referenced in a bunch of manga. Like it is oh, wow. one right. of those urban legends that have yes. been around for quite a while. Oh hell yeah! Right, so I mean, it's at the very least, it hasn't been anything, I guess, specific. Then, like in terms of like everything, kind of leaning into like one series, like like you mentioned with like the aliens and like the Ultraman side of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But like, yes, like the the Turbo Granny is something that has been around for a very long time. Um. A lot of these like yokai references and whatnot have been in several different anime and manga, but I I I just want to know, like I. I am desperate, desperate for an interview with the author at some point to just go over the references and inspirations and whatnot. Because I am, I am ready for all this to just like unfold and like tell us these things that we've been wondering. Right. Um. Eventually, we're gonna get there. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. Like, it dawned on at this point is like the. if i had to guess i think it is the third biggest series on manga plus right now behind spy x family and uh kaiju number eight Ooh, Um, okay so it's it's it and i could be wrong there could be certain things in between but it's coming for Um, that number one spot based on popularity it seems uh, it is as much as i would love to say that that is true the Spy X Family has crazy. So stranglehold it's oh, on wow. number one. The fact oh, okay. that Spy X Family, without a an anime, has been selling 1.5 million copies of each volume, each volume since volume one. <laughs> that is, that is a insane. crazy bar yeah. that most other manga do not reach. Sure. Like those are crazy. Like 1.5 million manga that is more than all of undead unluck combined oh wow. right now and that <laughs> oh. has been sold by one volume of spy x family like that's wild that is pretty wild yeah. holy shit good, so, good job like, spy x family yeah no <laughs> and it's a series that doesn't actually like um pop out regularly it's like a bi-weekly series almost yes it is bi-weekly and yeah, even then there have been like off weeks so it's been like wow. four weeks sometimes but like Uh, it's 
it's one of those ones, and I'm, I'm guessing part of the reason for it is just because it is it reaches a more general audience. Let's be honest, Don to Don is mature. That's why we don't get it on the Shonen Jump app. You have to go, if you're using the Shonen Jump subscription, you got to go online like you did for Hell's Paradise. Right. And that's why most people use the workaround of using the Manga Plus app. Because you could just read it. The Manga Plus app, don't, don't give a damn. There's just like, <laughs> you can have all the mature content you want. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I, hey, you're here. This is what we're about. Yeah. Like, And that's, uh, that's what yeah, I do with like Akashi Triangle, too. I think the Don to Don, like at first, the first chapter, I was very skeptical at first um, sure. when Momo interacted with the Sepoyans. Yeah. Because um, I was like, oh man. It's going to be like that. Oh, no. And then, like, they have, like, the weird, like, mechanical, like, dick, dick. thing <laughs> yeah. going on. They're like, it was terrifying. I was like, ooh, yeah. that is a horror movie. Like, you know, yeah. loss of a bodily, bodily autonomy, very scary. Yeah. Um, and then immediately gets their dick bit off Fuck by yeah. Turbo Granny, which I was like, okay, cool. It's a Mineta style. It's, it's kind of like sexual harassment type thing where it's like, oh. it's always going to be punished right away. Right. Right. So like, I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a great series about like ghosts, aliens, young love, missing testicles. Like it's got everything. Yeah. It's got everything. It really does. It really feels like it does. I don't think that there's anything that I don't like about the series really. Like you were saying, the first chapter was kind of sketchy, but then it goes, you know, and lets you know that it's not going to be like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, 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 it was definitely, hard to go past that. yeah, you know, and it, and it, and it's very, it's very rompy, you know what I mean? Which isn't for everybody at the same time, but me personally, I'm, I'm just head over heels in love with the series. I just reread it all last night again prepare for the stream and i'm going through it, it like man really this is over. a plus in like every area of critique for mm -hmm. me basically going back into the I art i didn't even know it was a debut series and that to me makes it even oh, more sure. impressive yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, absolutely like, so thank no, you for like tuning yeah. into that knowledge yeah, yeah. no like it's with pretty much every one of the fujimoto assistants the, what they put out is their debut series like, for any one of them, like, and that's that's the craziest thing. The fact that, like, all of these really successful people are coming from Tatsuki Fujimoto. <laughs> like, it just goes to show something know what is doing. going on right there. Yeah. Like, the, the fact that, like, that is the thing. And, like, somebody asked in the comments whether or not Spy X Family's author is also Fujimoto assistant. I honestly don't know. Mm. Um, like, <laughs> that's know. <laughs> one that is a mystery. Like, obviously, the, the two that we know of are Hell's Paradise and Don Don. Yeah. Their authors are Fujimoto assistants. Um, and they, they definitely have the art. They definitely have the writing down. Yeah. All fantastic stuff. If anything, I'm just disappointed that people didn't get on the Hell's Paradise train a lot sooner. Yeah, um, that was wild. That me. was one of those, that was one of those things where it's just like, people read what is the most available to them. Right. That is why there is so many people that absorb Shonen Jump material more than anything else right so like people weren't necessarily as into getting into the jump plus series like th there are several jump plus series that people just do not talk about whatsoever despite being series that were made available to everyone and had well over a hundred plus chapters of content yeah right? um, I mean, so it's it's like uh the fi fire punch to chainsaw man problems yes where chain like fire punch really good series very dark series i would put it up there with like apostasms and like the scene and setting and like art and all that good stuff sure but it wasn't like people had to jump through a bunch of hoops um to go through like the like 
adult mature uh, Shonen Jump stuff, and then by having uh, Chainsaw Man just straight in Jump, yeah, it went off fire. People loved that stuff. It's like, oh man, if you like that, you would have loved the other thing. You just have to dig for it, and it's like yeah. I don't want to dig. <laughs> yeah, like, right, fair enough. I get it. So we put I mean, it in the front for I... you in the main magazine, and then hopefully that grabs you enough to go back and check out the rest of that guy's body of work. And then now he's even going back to Jump Plus for chainsaw man part two i believe so it's it, it feels good or so like a, we think you know yeah, it's or been whatever forever, yeah. but you know <laughs> it's still happening but yeah fujimoto like, man fujimoto's got the juice bro like look at look at his yeah. assistants like they clearly understand the medium very well and the demographic that they are kind of operating inside of so it, it's it's got top marks for me i'm sure you guys all agree as well i definitely yeah. want to go back to the art though just because i feel it's, like the, the art is something that needs to be talked about at length it's special yep. yeah he's he's it's got, which, of, it's got a lot of magic in it yeah it's got I've, a lot of magic i've in definitely it. got some thoughts that i definitely want to share on that too but absolutely yeah yeah for sure i mean i don't know the, like what really speaks to me inside of his art is you can tell that he's you know an assistant of fujimoto i don't know if this was already a part of his you know um capabilities or or just how much he learned from fujimoto tatsuki but you can see a lot of chainsaw man inside of like texture like he really knows how to blend like high detail in you know like with like the sketchier shading techniques techniques that he uses so you get like a lot of stark black to scribble gradients inside of the shading and shit like that the way he layers the screen tones is really cool um there's like a really awesome horror element in the art that we've already kind of been talking about already nice. the composition of the chapters leans into like page turns into unsettling Which, imagery quite well you know that what was I mean? what i wanted to talk about because yeah. like it i I would not be surprised if Junji Ito is an inspiration oh, yeah. for Dantadan because of the execution of the page turn. Right. Like that is one of the biggest elements of any Junji Ito work mm -hmm. where like you just flip the page yeah. and then all of a sudden you see like that horrifying image. Yeah, and, like, that jump scare that effect in movies. Time and time the again. Jump scare, the yeah. staring yes. at you. It's yeah. like, oh god, get Turbo Granny. Yeah. And you don't necessarily get that as much in like the anime adaptations like you do in like the manga. Like there there is a, a visceral effect of the page turn that you don't get in other medias mediums. Like it's it's awesome. Yeah. Um and like I mean even with like the, the most recent chapter, like with the the freaking yokai in the hallway with what's his face like, his underpants like, the the scrunched up face yeah, yeah like I again just the fact that you go into the page turn and it's there right like the fact that you had that with turbo granny the first time that we saw her like it's super great um it's and i i i also just love the drip um yeah that, dude. like it's it's, the it's one of those things fire Yes, like it's it's so cool, like seeing another artist that goes like the Taitai Kubo the route, the um the Tokyo Revengers Ken route. Ken Wakui, I was of, just gonna say, yeah, yeah Ken mm -hmm. Wakui, like of just like you're not necessarily that your characters are dressing like that in the series themselves, but yeah. then like for like art and promotional images, you are just dripping them the hell out, like. Yeah. It's I love great. the series it, it where it's so not good. like the um you know the the Simpsons episode where you go into Bart's closet and it's like all the same orange t-shirt mm -hmm. and like you know blue shorts or whatever mm -hmm. and a lot and like yeah. lots of diss you know 
any shonen manga or any manga in general that have the same outfits for characters until you get <laughs> one uh, piece <laughs> until you get you know big updates to their aesthetic like coming out of the, yeah. the time skip in yeah. one piece or, or something like that but i love how you know it, it the character designs are just all so great everyone is so recognizable everyone is so memorable especially my bay granny Dodoria, you know what I mean? Like Santa Dodoria oh, or whatever. Dude. I can't remember her like actual name, she... but Granny Seiko. Grant, yeah. I she... loved her intro. Yes, it's so good. Her hair was like I like she had this mask and she had like this giant like straw. It looked like a witch's hat almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then when you go like look at her without the mask, she still has her hair up like that. I was like, that wasn't a hat. I nope. was like, bro. That's what? her, and she's so beautiful. I love both of her outfits, the fucking like letterman baseball jacket over the booty shorts mm -hmm. and then like when she's at home she's got like the haramaki over everything over those like you know whatever the those kind of shorts are you know what i mean you know you know what kind of shorts i'm talking about i, I don't think they're booty mm -hmm. shorts or boy shorts but they're like the looser ones. shorts sport shorts yeah whatever you know what i mean into like the stockings on the arms and legs like everything is just top notch the leg warmers yeah it yeah. reminds me of like those uh like exercise videos that you get yeah you're like all right now everybody let's yeah. get fit yeah let's go and she's hey, always got her hands perched like inside of the haramaki and shit when she's just like casually standing there which is just like awesome to me like Dude, she's such a gangster the I positions that that mm -hmm. yuki nobu you know draws his characters in are always like so just aesthetic you know what i mean and like that, that body language is really good the body language absolutely and then you know obviously the clothes you know lend a lot to that too so super super um impressive you know character designs and then the ghosts and alien designs are all incredible too i, I don't They're remember insane. the last time i was this interested or like this you know taken away by you know creature or or enemy designs you know what i mean inside of a series so it's definitely up yeah. there in that regard I, too for me i like that um they don't shy away from like the kind of like they have they balance the sort of like sexuality and innocence that comes with adolescence because these are kids at a time of their lives where like those thoughts are blooming and like 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 okurun he's just like wait this girl is cute you told me they were cute. Now like, I now can't, I can't look at her. Seeing, yeah. Can't stop seeing it. And I'm like, yeah. that is so like pure and wholesome. And I like that. And like in the first chapter, I liked that um like Momo wasn't alone in being kind of sexually harassed by the supernatural because right. Okaroon's, Okaroon's like a turbo granny is like, I'll suck your dick. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and he's like, what? No, I'm out. Yeah, Just, please don't. <laughs> a hard pass right no so i like that it's like it's very balanced and like um my favorite part right now is uh the loch ness monster arc yes i i loved that entire fight with yeah. the gig workers yeah. and like what they were doing and like i liked that they did like the fusion stuff yeah where and it, like like dadaism it's the revolving around reusing and modifying existing forms to make new forms like i like that kind of like nod to that i feel like that's a huge artistic influence into the artist yeah um because it's like you know it's about absurdism it's like oh yeah there's a bunch of walking talking cans and yeah. they're just gonna do stuff oh in that one um, shot well going back to like the loch ness monster arc like when i first so good yeah when i first saw like the you know the head of the the reptile like dragon thing that was shooting the mm -hmm. fucking hyper beams and shit i instantly thought like godzilla gojira you know what i mean but and then they said nessie 
and I was like, oh shit, okay, Loch Ness monster shit too. All right, I wonder if it's like a combination of both or you know whatever. I mean, there's there's like conspiracies that like the Loch Ness monster is an alien, and that's why you see it inside. The, it's like it's its favorite, like the Loch of Ness is yeah. like its favorite hangout spot, but like they can never find it, and it's like it's an alien. It it gets right. beamed back to its planet, man. That's right, why right. it's like. Right, fine, whatever. <laughs> well, shit. While we're on the subject of like story arcs, I guess. Um, do you is there like an, an established story arc like ladder yet? Like, I know that we have like the Turbo Granny arc, then you get like the Acro Silky arc, then you get like you know the uh, maybe I'm missing one in between there, and then you go into you know the the Loch Ness stuff with the Serpoian return and and things like that. But um, just inside of the first little story arc that we get, I think that the exposition that we get in the first couple of chapters through this arc is is delivered well because it's either like a spirit you know that Ayase knows about because of her you know experience with her grandmother or it's an alien that Okarun you know knows about because he's like a huge like sci-fi like alien nerd or whatever so it allows like for a really um organic delivery of information you know what I mean? Like, like it helps for our perception of their capabilities at like any given moment. You know what I mean? Because we know that they're both new to this situation. So like when you're when you're met with these like overwhelming odds inside of these yokai or inside of these aliens, you go, how are our people going to get through this? And then all of a sudden you get a little line of dialogue from Okarun like, oh yeah, I researched this already. These are these guys. And you're like, okay, well yeah. that's going to help you kind of overcome this. Or Ayase is going to go, my grandma said this or something like that if they're dealing mm -hmm. with like a ghost. And then I like it that helps they're both that. experts yeah exactly you know, there's no like the like i feel like there's no real power disparity between them knowledge wise and right. so like they really balance each other out because i feel like um i like that this current generation of like mangaka are making strong like balanced feeling female characters that aren't just i'm strong as stuff and i'm a dude with tits you know like right. they're, they're avoiding that kind of thing and i really appreciate that um I like that, um, like, I say they're talking, like, they try, like, some of the people, like, hey, you know, her ex-boyfriend's like, hey, you know, you want to put out, like, you want to buy me, buy me food, like, whatever, and <laughs> just, like, it's, like, nah, I'm not about it, I'm not really into it, it's just, like, okay, cool, like, it's, it's about a kid who understands what they want, they set, like, physical boundaries very clearly, and, like, those that respect it cool those who don't respect it get like a heel kick to the head like yeah, it's like, yeah. All right, cool like i appreciate that i like seeing that in manga um he's not just like a naive like yeah you know uh whatever like just because you're you're young and the story is just starting there doesn't need to be like that played out development of the female main character where and they I start off it's... as like damsel in distressy or ditzy yeah. or, or stupid or something she's just right away already knows who she is for the most part which is really cool yeah. and she doesn't take shit which is like always nice to have in your female mc I mean, yeah. like, she knows mostly what she's about. Like, right, it's, right. it's one of those things where, it, because this series does explore adolescence, mm -hmm. that is really, like, the one thing that, like, she has just been, like, questioning. Like, there are, like, these new feelings and, right. what, like, genuinely connections yeah. that she has with she Oprah really and whatnot. Well, compared she does. Yeah. Mostly. Like, yeah. obviously, like, you still get, you know uh misconceptions yeah it's super like points. teen angsty like 16 candles at some times yes. you know what i mean yes. but at the, at but the like, same time yeah Ooh, thanks it thanks, makes Mello. it oh it makes it so personable okay because of that though like it it makes it 
you you see them as human like right. you see them like messing for up and what they in are real time. Yeah. right and it's one of those things where it's like it it doesn't play out the same every time right. um i as you are as you are aware Knox, okay. i'm one of the people that i do like black clover yeah 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 i do <laughs> it's okay wrong with that. you're in a safe space axel let me no let me, i'm not in a safe space you don't hey. know hey man yeah i was about to say <laughs> it, it ain't that safe all the time <laughs> No, it's hey, not. Twitter, back uh, off. <laughs> but anyway, and, well, no, they love me on the Black Clover side of things. But yeah, it's me. <laughs> they not anymore after the point that I'm about to make. Uh oh. Like so, like that's the thing with I'm going to make a contrast to Noel. She is someone who is also, you know, she's got that like adversity to acknowledging her feelings and whatnot, and so she's very sundary when it comes to Asta, and it plays out the same every time pretty sure. much like whereas we've had you know similar situations in don to don but it doesn't play out the same every time it's like, very organic they, flow of like yes. growth yeah that's what i was gonna say like you can um, see that they kind of struggle with certain things that sometimes that you would expect kids to when they're feeling the way that they do for each other but the way that it kind of develops and, go, and goes over into the next stage of that does feel a lot different than what you usually see. They both have like equally good reasons to be reserved with their feelings in any given mm -hmm. moment. And it always feels organic and natural. And like, you yeah. could actually see, you know, a kid coming to these conclusions, you know what I mean? In the real world. It's so the comment section right now is exactly why I said this is Stank Clover. <laughs> Zay. Everybody in the comments is like, we hate Black Clover. Black Clover. Be nice. Like, oh Be nice. God, whatever. Like, um, but again, like, I, I had to make that comparison. Yeah, because, like, sure. it is so true that, like, especially with some of the newer series right now, they are tackling female characters better than other people have before them. Or right. even ones that are running concurrently in the magazine. Sure. So it yeah. is nice to see, like, actual development happening at a good pace the fact that we are getting the development that we are seeing 30 chapters in from characters across the board other than grandma she was just like the fuck's an alien aliens yeah. don't no, exist i hate this that i'm old an alien. My i don't care but like yeah. every other human main character that we've had so far has experienced various aspects of development and right. it is so refreshing to see these characters be so dynamic rather than static or you know like just at a like a like a standard kind of uh line on a graph rather than a curve right like it, it's been yeah. very like refreshing to see right i think the two things that i really like about like the sundere uh momo ayase tenka akakura um dynamic is that even when they argue momo never hits Okurun. Oh, Ever. sure. Like, yeah. Like, I love that because it, wow. it, it normalizes like a healthy relationship because they're like, oh, you know, we're kids, eh, eh, mm -hmm. you know, stuff. But like, that's still toxic. Yeah. <laughs> like, and and plus, to, it's like, teach kids not to do that. And like, it's kind of trite at this point, right? Like, you yeah. literally get that in everything. Like, just like thinking of some like throwbacks like Inuyasha, Yu Yu Hakusho, like, yeah. even like One Piece, like, even though no one's like really romantically involved in One Piece, like Nami be beating the shit out of her crewmates, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, which and is funny. Like, there's there's room for it, you know what I mean? But like, slapstick element in which yeah. I mean, like, like, that trope has like carried over, but like, yeah. there, there's, there's a like, point to it too. Human aspect 
aspect of it. It's just yeah. like, ah, you know, this is not a healthy example for kids, especially when they're doing it. And I like the fact that, like, you guys were saying, there's growth points. They never fit, like, I feel like if A plot is the supernatural, B plot is going to be kind of that slice of life, childhood romance type thing. Um, and that's, like, the the grease between the wheels of each arc. Yeah, um, for sure. But, like, when they do the B plot every time they finish it up and they talk about it like they literally like hey i want to clear the air like i loved okaroon's lines like hey i don't care if the world misunderstands me they've been doing that since day one but you're my friend you i don't want you to misunderstand me at all so right. i will be completely transparent please hear me out let's talk let's resolve this like yeah, i love that it's you know like any uh sundere like mis understanding is always talked about and like broken down yeah that's really like, that's a really they, good they, point. they have um conciliation yeah like re sure. they always reconcile at the end and it's not like oh you know say sorry kiss and make up it's just like hey man like this is what was really happening my bad can we go back to being friends and they're yeah. like yeah okay yeah no worries yeah. and the, you know they're kind of soft about it and i like that they're For not sure. like hard line stuff like yeah. at worst she'll walk away with him it's like hey man i don't want to talk to you right now and he'll be like fair enough uh i will give you your space i will respect the boundaries that you're placing out on me and then later is like hey can we talk now yeah. like mm -hmm. yeah definitely actually so you were trying to, I, you were I, trying I, to get in there on this point too i, I believe before sorry. yeah so yeah no problem no were... problem yeah i just wanted to make sure that <laughs> i don't want to interrupt him yeah he's yeah for sure. he's so spitting he's spitting for sure but i wanted to make uh -huh. sure before we veered away from that point i know yes. axel was trying so... to get in there yeah, so, like, two things. Uh, one on One Piece and then on, on Dandanon. Yeah. On the One Piece side of thing, the whole thing with Nami hitting, like, the crew members, it, it gives, it makes them human still. Sure. Because I think we, people, especially in One Piece, people love and hate power scaling. And, like, the fact of the matter is, once you get into the power scaling side of things, Luffy, Zoro, and Sanji are absolute monsters. Right. So the fact that they have a female crewmate who can still bonk them on the head mm -hmm. and make them listen to her and, like, be like, you guys are being idiots. Yeah. Like, it, it makes us realize that at the end of the day, they're still human. So Absolutely. like, like, that ties into that. It gives, it gives a reason for it rather than, you know just hitting people to be right. angry it's, it's a yeah. comedy side of things right. so i like the, the fact that like there is you know actual dialogue and whatnot in don and on i also i also like the fact that like honestly after pretty much every arc or whatnot that we've had it, it, it more or less transitions back to granny's place and they're just eating a meal and then it's like okay here's the wrap-up now next into like into the next plot and like yeah. the 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 meals together are just so funny um but enjoyable every single time yeah. like the, the fact that like they're literally arguing and eating and joking at the table um god the grandma and her those table sessions are the, the table I live sessions. for those dude like the dinner time shit is amazing bro oh, yeah. yeah like those, even, those interactions even, are so good yeah <laughs> even like with the last chapter where it's just like you're a genius you keep complimenting me you're right yeah. you're smart i like you my granddaughter is wrong, but you, you, you know what yeah, you're Yeah, Granny's about. always Ira, out for Aya saying that's you. so funny. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was like, yeah, when, yeah, when she said that, she was like, yeah, kick her ass or something, or like, make sure you, <laughs> make sure you exercise this demon of a granddaughter that I have. I'm like, oh shit, that's amazing. 
Dude, I love how she just razzes everybody, and she definitely is older. Um, but like, I just think it's really interesting because um, ISA is always calling her old bag, so of course she's like, "No, fuck her." Yeah, fuck like, you. Right <laughs> yeah. you. But at the same time, they, I feel I feel like Yuki Nobu gives you just enough of like the actual underlying love between Granny and Ayase, just enough to where you're like not actually asking yourself like is this granny like chick like not fucking with ISA like like she might you know it's it's comedy and she says whatever she says you know and she's cold-hearted when she needs to be but then you get you know panels like when she goes and hugs her before they go fight you know mm -hmm. uh turbo granny and she's like you better come back you know what i mean like don't fucking die out mm -hmm, there you yeah. know so you get little heartwarming gets... moments like that that break up the the <laughs> the the animosity but is um I feel like she's a tough love type of character. Yeah. And like, I think that she's a good example of what Sundare girls could easily grow up into be. And being she a very like a very those like very dry, very deadpan uh, women in your life that are just like, oh yeah, no, no, no. And they'll just talk shit to your face. But they're like, okay, deep down, I do like you. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I also think it's incredibly interesting that like up to this point, we have not seen her go all out. Like, right. up to this point, we have just been seeing, more often than not, the comedic side of her, but, like, she has that, like, that moment of seriousness or whatnot where it's just, like, yeah, uh, I need like, more of this. I, I'm, I'm, I'm smart and whatnot. So, like, yeah. it, it, it's it's a very, like, Kisuke Orohara oh, sure. vibe. Yeah. Mm. Um, at least right now. Because it's, like, you know <laughs> that, like, she is a great person. And that she has really strong capabilities, but like she's mostly leaning into the comedy side of things so far. Right. And like they've they've explained it pretty well for the most part that more often than not, anytime that they've been involved in something, it has been outside of her jurisdiction. Right. right? Like she can't go to certain places, so she can't do anything. So the the, the when they finally get serious, yeah, and like they are in her domain like facing something that is serious for the first time it's i'm up. waiting yeah. for that the switch like, to flip yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and that's that's probably one of my favorite things too is like how you introduce the character who's experienced and wildly capable but then you give them like a hard limiter that means that the main characters kind of have to shine through in areas where yes. she's not effective i think that the powers yes. the, the level of understanding that we have inside of the power system lines up well with the stakes at like any given moment you know what i mean cuz like yep. as isa and okarun get better with their powers the situation is always just dire enough for that new information that we get to save them and it kind of goes back and forth like that it never um it, it never feels ham-fisted in that area it keeps things interesting mm -hmm. which is really important you know in the beginning and then outside of that everyone else outside of the grandma is like equally capable ira you know um okarun and isa all bring something equally important to the table in any given moment they're all saving each other all of the time mm -hmm. even though there's like a very drastic love triangle situation that they're kind of starting to develop inside of the series right now that's based on ira's love for takakura ken because he saved her that one time you know in the the acro silky art it doesn't become you know um formulaic in that way you know what i mean okarun can save ira ira can save isa isa can save okarun and it kind of goes you know, in a circle like that, where everyone is equally shown to be capable, just like everybody else is, you know what I mean? And then you add that with the the fact that 
the grandma has to be inside of Kamikoshi City, I think is the name of the city or whatever. She has to be there to be effective. And there's always issues that go around outside of that city. So you have to send the main cast there. You know, yeah. it just feels really mm -hmm. good in that way. I I feel bad. I I just uh I uh <laughs> I kind of broke this one theory in the chat of like, oh man, have you noticed that all of the yokai have been female and all of the aliens have been male? And I'm just like, yeah, that was the case until the most recent chapter. If the underwear guy that breaks the the, the trends, like, but yeah. up to this point, like, yes, it has been a thing. Um, well, which that's I... been in keeping with a lot of myth, um, like a lot of mythologizing is like um, women tend to be uh, in media and folklore turned into monsters more often, witches, banshees, all that stuff. So that's just kind of a trend on like us socially and how we perceive women being um, uh, terrible and powerful if wronged, that yeah. kind of thing. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah, but um i i do and i know this is kind of hopping i mean because we're obviously we're talking about arcs and whatnot um but yeah. like i up to this point it's been very interesting that all of the yokai arcs have had a sad backstory to them yes it's been very interesting like it's like it's it's been it it, it I love those feelings of like the like the tragic villain. Right. And like you've yes. got a lot of people that are like, ah, oh, I hate when they try to like redeem a character, like make them so that like we don't like hate them as much or whatnot. And it's just like but like That's this really is important the reality you. of yeah. a lot of yokai, especially. Like a yeah. lot of them come from tragic backstories and whatnot, yeah. and then become myth. Yeah. Um but and that is at least why I also appreciated with the Loch Ness uh, monster arc that, like, we got to finally see something on the alien side of things as yes. well. Like, the fact yes. that not all of these aliens are actually evil. Some of right. them have, uh, you know, like, legitimate reasons why they're unfortunately having to do these things. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. The thing with the Mantis Shrimp guy was freaking crude as hell. It was yeah, just yeah. like my child pees and poops blood yeah. all the time yeah. and i have to buy him medicine and blah blah, blah. and my wife died from the peeping and pooping disease too and it's just like oh yeah and it's I'm like just a widower it's right son. like so but i like the fact that like we got to see a I mean, I'm saying human aspect to them, but like right. obviously alien yokai, but like this this depth to the characters, like right. that makes it more interesting. So I'm very curious to see, and I've got my theories sure. on the latest yokai, and we'll yeah. see what happens with that. Yeah, and we'll get to that later once right. we get into like predictions and whatnot. But right, right. I've enjoyed to this point seeing uh, this depth given to these like unfortunate villains right honestly is what they are is our unfortunate villains this is an important um, thing for me too like just inside of fiction period because it's like it's it, you see a lot like it, it, i don't know it just makes sense that you know you give that kind of depth to a villain because like you just think about the real world and it's like sure there are definitely you know horrible incorrigible 
you know, no, no reason, spiteful evil, people. spiteful people in the world. But a lot of it, the times, like once you actually get the story and find out what's going on, whether you agree with it or not, you can see that it to some degree, they're trying to do what they believe is the right thing and just yeah, going mm -hmm. about it the entirely wrong way because their perception has been warped by some kind of traumatic event or some kind of circumstance that makes them think they have to operate this way. You know what I mean? So that's yeah, very I common. I understand, but I don't have to condone that. Exactly. Kind of yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And just like talking about the Acro Silky arc, which was like the first time that you really got some pathos for one of the yokai. You well, know what I mean? No, like we did get it. We did or get it with turbo the, granny, the crab turbo and granny. And the yeah, because crab and turbo granny. You're right. right. Because um, these girls yes. all died and yeah. their spirits yeah. merged into yeah. a vengeful spirit. And that was so great. find out. It, yeah. yeah, that that was that, that I completely forgot about that. And that was there. It, I don't want to say that it was kind of like um, glossed over or whatever, but it, it was kind of quick. It was literally just like lines of dialogue, basically. Yeah. But then when you go into the Acro Silky, the end of the mm -hmm. Acro Silky arc, when Ayase is getting that like flashback, you know what I mean? Showing, you know, the the yokais coming to be one um, in, for the acrobatic uh, uh, ghost chick like that shit was fucking amazing because there was like no dialogue for it it was literally it just was like the sad, rest of the chapter movie. it was a sad silent movie and it, and that's where i felt a lot of fujimoto tatsuki inside of that like yeah. if you think about like look back or something like that or if you think about it the way that sense yeah that mm. like even in the character design it made sense where it's like it's the super tall woman with like a red dress and i was like red. oh red dress prostitute all this other stuff um and like i was like oh man like the little little clues were there the entire time right um and it's just i like that the ghosts are powered by their regret and like negative emotions which is like a kind of a classical thing for like how ghosts are formed mm -hmm. on left business and that stuff which i like is displayed in okarun when he just gets super depressed every time he uses turbo granny's power and i'm just like all right cool you're using the power of negativity yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah for sure it's like the eeyore super saiyan mode the kind of thing right but no i think that it's important um in a series like don don that introduces the like villainous force in the series on both sides of the spectrum to be like entirely malicious like you have like an almost sexual assault scene inside of the serpoyans you know like in the in the very first chapter and then you go into the yokai where the turbo granny is just like this completely ridiculous like let me suck your dick i'll let you suck my tits kind of like evil weird force you know what i mean you're not expecting mm -hmm. to get pathos or to get depth in this way for these characters so when it comes and it's that organic and it's that well executed you're like holy shit this series has a lot more going for it than it seems like it does on the surface so i feel like it's even more important for a series like dondadon that had a start that it does that it did to give its antagonistic force this kind of depth you know what i mean yeah it reminds me of uh the start of undead unluck where i was right. just like hmm, all right cool and then they redeem it and they add depth to it and i really appreciate that um i kind of like that through the combination of like possession and getting like his hair burnt okarun has now gotten kind of like a little bit of a perm yeah. and it, it it reminds i i like seeing hairstyles that aren't often seen outside of shonen main protagonists like it's not actively spiky like it's not like it's like not like a natsu fairy tale haircut right it's not um 
it's not what are you talking about you don't like perfect points <laughs> uh, you know i went shit. through my Yu-Gi-Oh phase okay but <laughs> yeah. like the Oh phase never ends sir Tell them. Never. Yeah, I play Magic the Gathering now. It never. Hey, ends. let's go. You want to know what? Yeah, I'm on Mellow side now again. Uh, no, but I, I like that his hair no, is like kind of perm dumb. It reminds me of um, this one moment where there's a book called Asian Born American Born Chinese. Love that book. And it's yeah, and it's about a guy who like perms his hair because he doesn't want to have the hair he has. And I, I do like that it adds. Um, texture and depth to his character because like when he first starts out he is like a little bowl cut looking dweeb yeah. and i was like oh thank god he got a better haircut he yeah. looks pretty fly and yeah. it's like all right, all right the perm works for him the perm works for him yeah like for sure. they got style um i think that like i love the whole like horror movie b horror movie style aesthetics like like giant crabs and like giant bugs are always in there for like yes. oh no this evil mad scientist hit him with a like a, a, a giganto ray and yeah. now they're just <laughs> rampaging through town i was like yeah i remember this this is like i think don Dadan has a very um nostalgic feel to it and i i really yeah. appreciate that they're able to take all those things that are kind of like almost like like subsurface mem memories from like your childhood and just wrap it up and then like ball it up and then create this whole thing out of it um and even like their title dun da dun it sounds like those old like movies like those like dagateki police where they're like and here's the plot twist dun 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 oh yeah no, yeah yeah, yeah. Like, i love that it's so it's a cheeky. it's an it's an automatopoeia almost inside of the title you know what i mean like it makes you think like you know what i mean it's very like, suspenseful but yeah. also goofy i you know i really i dig that they are managed to like do this very fine balancing act yeah. that like cycles between the two constantly yes um that was well said hmm, man and i like that each character is a, a very genre aware yeah but each of the kids are different genres so yeah. like ira is just like I'm Sailor Moon, kind of like <laughs> I was the beautiful chosen one. You know, uh, she she's like the opposite of Voltaire, where Voltaire says uh, it is a human mistake to equate good beauty with goodness, and she's like, no, I'm good because I'm beautiful. Beautiful, right, right. Uh, no, I'm the beautiful magical girl, and like Momo is definitely kind of like the Sundare exorcist genre mm -hmm. and then okaroon is just like ah, i'm the kind of like a little bit like of kind of like a beta male occult fanatic and it's yeah. like all right I, I like that they're all kind of like very colorful they know what they're talking about. very yeah. colorful personalities very different when ira was first introduced obviously i was like dude this chick is a bitch like i can like i she was me she was she sucked dude you know what i mean and she's and she sucked for like a while you know what i mean and then when she we go into like when we go into like the the testicle retrieval arc you know what i mean and we, the we testicle get... retrieval saga yeah it's <laughs> ongoing. yeah yeah right oh sure sure yeah absolutely but like once we first started going into that i was like okay here's like you know a little bit of an obstacle and it's you know a familiar one so like how are they really going to deal with it and then acro silky comes out swallows her up they blow her up and then go out and then when you get the information that she died i was like holy shit and then she's dead for like a while and i'm like oh my god is she actually just gonna be dead after this that like, was nope. stakes I, yeah it i was like well, yeah i was like it's down to dawn you know what i mean so like you really don't know you know and then until you get the information you know um that kind of goes into the power system you know that that lets you know that you can link 
um you know or is together to kind of like save her up until that up until you got that information i was sitting there going like damn so this is that kind of series this is gonna be bro like i thought this was gonna be one of the main characters and she ended up being one but like there's the subversion inside of that situation was kind of crazy for me when i was first reading it they definitely played with our expectations absolutely doing that like yeah, yeah. i love that also the really slick like sneaky part where they're like um uh turbo granny is inside the maneki neko toy yeah, yeah um and she's like i'm the maneki neko bitch now i can summon luck probability i'm here for the dsx machina don't you tell those <laughs> kids i got a rep to have <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah for sure she, she only tells that when the kids are all in the acro silky's stomach and she's yes. like you you swallowed some of your hair that kid has a lighter Yes. Shit. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> like I loved that. I was like, all right, all right, all right. I like yeah. that. I yeah. like that. And I also like that in Turbo Granny being in the Maneki Neko, um, Grandma Ayase has a age peer because I liked the moments when they're like doing the slice of life section. They're like home base time. Let's chill. Let's be human. Yeah. And I like that they're like bonding over like Bakatono comedy videos. And yeah, they're just they're like, just like dying laughing on the floor and shit. Like I love yeah. those panels where it shows. Uh, I those love kind it. Of like, slice of life Grandma got a friend. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Two old ladies I... talking shit. Yes. So I did want to say with stakes. Yeah. Um before that gets glossed over too much. For sure, like, for sure. Because stakes aren't always death. I also like the fact that with, you know, after they defeated Nessie and whatnot, like, they were all of a sudden back in the high school. They were all naked in naked. the oh, hallways. And that in oh itself, God. that in itself is stakes. Yeah, because sure. all of a sudden social They're suicide back right but like it was that kind of thing where it also presented further stakes between the three of them In where ira could have abs yeah yes ira could have absolutely destroyed momo and what credibility she had left had she decided to lean into you know this persona that she had already built and right. decided Safe against option. that right like okarun as well is this freaking nerd who yeah. most people don't he's like and all of a sudden he's seen naked in the hallway like yeah. and he is naked naked with these two girls like that is stakes yeah. like that, that, that was one of those things yeah. where it was great where like they didn't all of a sudden just go back and like everything was back to normal right no like they were immediately sent back and like all of a sudden like what state they were in is now their state outside of this <laughs> Space yeah. that they just existed in so and like, it's easy I to think that's fantastic it is fantastic and it's easy to kind of um you know for that kind of stuff to go missed you know what i mean because yes. like you have like global domination plot stakes you like in the foreground you know what i mean but when you go into like the psychological day-to-day -day stakes of like kids in high school you know what i mean that will affect how potentially affect how they operate in the world saving plots you know what i mean and, yes. and it's shown that it has you know what i mean how people perceive them in school even though we know as adults that are you know much older than them that like high school shit does not fucking matter they don't know that yet you know what i mean and so they're trying to to come into their own while they're trying to save the world and exist as a regular person at the same time so when you introduce yeah. stakes for their day-to-day -day lives in that way it can you know kind of um go over you know people's heads or you know even as, I mean, as something that's recognizable as stakes but you're totally right axel 
Yeah. I do like it because, like, as kids, they are literally fighting for what they perceive as their lives. Because he, like, Okarun's just like, I've lived my life so lonely. I've been trying to reach out to aliens because uh, maybe they'll take me. And, like, he's he w does almost anything he can to protect Momo because she is his first friend. Right. So like, I love that. Like he, he's like, I have something, um, Oh God, there's like Queens of the stone age thing. It's like, give me something good to, uh, die for, to yeah. make it beautiful to live kind of thing. And I, I like that he has a personal stake in that. And then Momo is just like, Hey, this guy did not make fun of me for anything. He's just like, you know, he's a really solid dude like yeah. all right cool and so i like the the mutual respect that they're building for each other for outsiders yeah um and then like ira is like struggling with how do i want my life to be like the life that i'm constructing what do i actually want and she's like who, and it's it's that moment like who am i in the dark when no one's around at night when i'm trying to sleep like who am i Am I going to be okay with this? And mm -hmm. she makes that clutch moment where she's like, hey, I was the one that spread rumors about Momo. Let, just leave her alone. Please? Right. Cool. And, like, that's, you know, she chooses social suicide, in a sense, to retain integrity. Yes. Um, and she doesn't really know that, like, Momo and Okarun and Akrosoki brought her back to life like they haven't talked to her about that at all she's just like you know what you you, you saved my life and they're like you have you, no idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh well, man i wanted to quick interject because uh i double checked on this and i'm like oh this is interesting so ricard ricardo holters in the comments said that don to don in hindi translates to punishment just saw that i just yeah. did a google translate myself and like detect language that's what came up with that's really cool um that's really interesting yeah if that is the case like yeah. and how that will play out in the story if anything I mean, if it's not already I, shown in some way that yes i yeah. think that there is a level of karma influenced in the series because sure. like the aliens that show like lack of remorse towards things they often get just absolutely destroyed but the aliens that do show remorse and they're like hey i've done some bad things yeah. but like you showed me mercy i can't hurt you like right. that's the thing there there's karmic things and like the idea like the maneki neko with the fortune with the idea like um these kids are growing and every time they learn to accept something about themselves they seem to get stronger mm -hmm. so like that is like good karma building up or like the idea of like i've done terrible things i need to atone for them akrosoki you know gives up her aura and chooses non-existence you know, she yeah. removes herself from the karmic wheel, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you know, uh, like the baboon get the can baboon. He's just, yeah. you know, he's a, he's a huge douche. He's a literal bro, like yeah. a terrible <laughs> person. And he's just mocking and arrogant. And he gets smoked because of it, like, instantly. Yes. yes. So, like, I, I do think that there is kind of like um, an ironic karmic scale weaved throughout the series. And I think might go into it because, like, we talk about like the aliens are being held back because the earth is haunted. Like, yeah, it's that like was that the meme. coolest thing. That was the coolest I love information that. to get. I love that so it's much. It's so easy, because... I feel like, inside of like ghosts and aliens, especially this early in a series. We're coming up on 30 chapters here. Yuki Nobu could have easily kept these, these, um, this antagonistic force 
you know, relatively esoteric for a long time, you know what I mean? But us getting the exposition of exactly what their motivations are, why they're doing what they're doing, and having it make sense with the earthbound spirits that are kind of there to protect, which adds a level of sympathy and 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 yeah. whatnot for them and then having the the aliens be like the actual real bad guys of the story but then also having sympathetic aliens at the same time like now i just have a better understanding or at least i think i have a better understanding of how the future of the story will go especially just because we spectrum. have like the spanish boxer alien that like needs milk for his kid like we're probably going <laughs> to get like you know a lot more aliens that kind of help the protagonists a lot more spirits that help the protagonists and then enemies on both sides as well so it's going to get really crazy in that way now that we have this information i want to say i can't wait till they do like a fight scene where it's like marvel versus capcom and they beam in an ally for a super attack hey, and like, yo. Chikino, Chikino, oh. <laughs> like, i want to see that happen yes. so badly uh but like the earth reveal made me think of um there's that meme where it's just like it's like, astronauts, how is the moon? Moon's haunted. What? Clock's pistol gets back into the rocket. Moon's haunted. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It yeah. makes a lot of sense to me. Um, one thing, uh, so back to the Ultraman thing, this is a hard loop, but like the Serpoyans, yeah. in, uh, there is called, uh, I think it's in Ultraman X, there is a kidnapping syndicate. And here's a quote. The plan was to collect samples of your cutest girls before that happened. It may not look that way, but I'm very fond of you humans. Hey, yo. And that is the creature, that is the bad guy that is the Serpoyans are based off of. Oh my so that's god. And they have like these big old lips and one of their abilities in one of the various movies was that they could um, like like anesthetize you with mm -hmm. a kiss, like paralyze you. And so yeah. it's interesting that, that their psychic, you know, su sub, uh, subduing of their targets was a little reminiscent of that. And I just like that they're just borrowing little bits of like oh, whatever yeah. they feel like and making it a whole new thing. Because I like, um, oh, was it? Because we talk about archetype a lot in our series mm -hmm. that we read, um, how uh, really good authors in manga are good at recognizing archetype understanding convention and being and through that understanding able to play around it and subvert it in a way that is innovative and feels organic and fresh and that's a good way to like push art forward yeah so i like how don to don has been handling things Hell yeah. really well um yeah dude I also like that they turned like Nessie's laser beam. It was just compressed water that yes. it was drawing through its neck. And it's like, oh, yes, it's not just technology. It's yeah. like biology. I like that. It's a small distinction, but I yeah. like the nuance that it's involved with that. I loved that arc because like it gave us, you know, more information on how, you know, the aliens or the Serpoans specifically kind of operate inside of their own area of power. You know what I mean? So you have um you it showed the the spanish um you know alien boxer robot let us know what his capabilities were let us know what his weaknesses were nessie had you know like you were saying the compressed water cannon and then it let us know the hard limits on that it needs to take in more water before it can fire they can exploit that time you know what i mean to kind of get a leg up and then you also have the serpoyans and they're like you know 
um psychokinesis barrier you know what i mean like that seemed op as fuck but then it let us know like we can't go inside of the barrier though so it, it gives you stakes it gives you you know a reason to worry for the main cast because of these powers we don't entirely understand them yet and then as we're learning more about them the main characters are learning at the same time obviously and then they find ways to exploit those weaknesses on the fly so it just shows capability all around for everyone and allows for you know an uncertainty throughout the composition of the chapter so where we're constantly wondering what's going to happen next and can't really guess it and we're not supposed to be able to at this point in the story so the delivery on how you show that escalation and de-escalation is really important and that goes back to what i was saying about how well this creator understands the medium and the demographic that he's operating inside of so top marks in that in that area as well especially for debut yeah dude, especially for a debut yeah. yeah i think it's interesting like mentioning this too because uh as weird as it sounds like the upcoming fight slash arc is is presenting itself as like the the first one with potentially the biggest stakes to it because this yokai yes this yokai has killed like five out of eight exorcists that have come to Kill exercise it's it so killed far. two thirds of any amount of exorcists yes. that's come into contact and with. What, regardless of what level you know that these exorcists actually were in comparison to Momo or Granny Seiko, like there is legitimate threats to this yokai. And on top of that, again, it's another one that's outside of Granny's domain, so she can't go take care of this. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really presenting itself to be like holy crap this yokai in his tidy whities yeah. is going to be their strongest enemy yet which again it right. again like i said at the very beginning it's gantz vibes yeah, it yeah, is yeah, for absolutely sure. gantz vibes of like these things that you would not expect being as dangerous as they are or as weird looking as they are are super dangerous yes. like mm-hmm. Whether or not more people die from this, who knows? The fact of the matter is, though, people have already died. Right. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they're well, capable of actual danger. You know what I mean? So now you're thinking of, like, how is this going to affect Granny Seiko? And she just is nonchalant, like, doesn't fucking care. So I can't deal you, with this. Yeah. Like, or, or she no, says, no, I can't I'm deal with it. it. Like, who knows? She probably will. And when she, and when it does come down to it, who knows? Maybe, maybe this is the arc. I mean, now that we're kind of like segueing into it, let's just talk about future theory and predictions, I guess, oh, yeah. as like the final segment yes. of, this, of this conversation. Yes. So yeah, just starting so with I that. I have a theory. Absolutely. And I can't wait to hear it real quick before, so, before you get into that. I just want to say like, if, if this might be the first time that we see granny go all out in the series is against this she particular can't. yokai. Wait, she can't, can't fight this one. No, it's, it's not in the damn Oh right, them. right. But like, yeah, what? Like, there's no possibility that. It, oh yeah, she has to no. send them to him. Oh yeah, that's right. She's sending yeah, them to him yeah. so that so that she can buy all of their clothes. Okay, I completely. Yeah, she's. That. I was thinking of take, the possibility yeah. that it could come into her area for whatever reason. Why would it? Um, it wouldn't need to. Right. It wouldn't like, need to. I mean, to, like yeah, yeah. the thing is with yokai, it and exorcists for that matter they're all about their domains right 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 like they will do anything in their power to stay in their domains bring Mm -hmm. people into their domains and or keep people out of their domains that's all what it is going to be um the most sophisticated domain that they're going to be fighting it and like this ghost is going to have its home ground advantage Mm -hmm. because gg talks about it's like i went to a house and every now and again i would look at like 
part of the furniture, the toilet, the couch, whatever, and they would be different. So there's an overlap of the house and the ghost's house on right, top right, of right. the building. So right. I, mm-hmm. I really going to struggle against an environmental opponent. Yeah. 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 I, so I also think, and like, I, I was leaning into this theory in one of our servers. I can't remember which one. I think it might've been HDS could have been the project manga one, maybe the union one. I don't know. Yeah, they yeah. all blend together after a while. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. Except for HDS. Yeah. Um, but like, it was one of those things where it's just like, I'm wondering to myself, could this be the first time that uh the yokai is using the the humans um for its plot mm. like could could this underwear yokai be using gg to bring other people in oh. into his domain so it can yeah. defeat them or whatnot and whether or not this is a uh, you know, a willing or non-willing yeah. part on Gigi's part of bringing people in. Like, I, I'm, I, I want it to be one of these things where it's just like he's either being forced against his will, or maybe it is his will to do so. Yeah. Just because it would be an interesting deviation from what we've seen so far. Yeah. Not that I necessarily think it will be i I, I might play it more safe i think that's super interesting um, i have a question though because it's like okay so like if he was being directly influenced by you know the like vengeful spirit or the yokai you know that he's been talking about since his in uh, since his uh, introduction wouldn't aya say or even granny seiko be able to see that influence inside of his aura I mean, I think it's, it's possible, more of like coercion. But like, if, if it's it, in that vein, right? Yeah, if it's coercion, like, hey, yeah. If that's, you want to save your parents, if you want to yes. save your parents, bring uh, me more people. Right. Yeah. Because the fact Stronger of the matter exorcists. is, yes. yes. The fact of the matter is, he's still alive. Like all these other exorcists and whatnot have died up to this point. So why has he been kept alive? Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. So like. It could be one of these things where it's a coercion thing or he's being forced against his will to do this. Or maybe at the same time, he could just be uh, an unknowing participant right. in this as well. Oh, that, and um, maybe the maybe the yokai is just super big brain. Like, you're clearly, I'm going to leave you as the last survivor. You're clearly going to go out and try to get help from elsewhere. Yes, you're going yes, to bring that yes. help over yes. here. And then I'm going to fuck like him up. When... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's like I feel like he spared him because he's like, You're a kid. What are you gonna do? You're gonna find an authority figure. Yeah. And what's the authority on spirits? Exorcists. Right. What am I doing? Killing them and absorbing yep. their power. Right. I don't right. wanna leave my home base. I'm invincible here, but I need yep. a survivor to go get fetch me re- reinforcements so right. I can get stronger and stronger. Yes. Um it's like um, when snipers will shoot a guy but won't kill a guy so that people will go to save them can shoot more dudes. Oh, shit. Yep. Yeah, yeah, It's It's absolutely... The design of this yokai is supposed to be a subversion of expectations. Mm. Like, this is supposed to be one of these things where it's just like, how how does this guy go about killing these people you wouldn't necessarily think oh this guy this tall guy and his tidy whities and a scrunched up face is this monster of an opponent so I, i'm just very excited for it like yeah, it's, for sure. it's one of those I... things where it's just like how many layers are there to this yokai that we are going to be experiencing because again all we've seen so far is that one panel 
and then the explanation of what has happened since. Right. Seriously, that one panel was enough to terrify me. I was like, oh god, you are a spooky motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Are we all like kind uh, of inside of the same like realm of idea that like if Gigi is going to be, you know, a recurring character, which I'm totally down for real quick as like a side he, thing. He probably will be. I, I love how like they're introducing like a potential second love triangle in the series, right? Because you have Ayase, you know, and um, Ira that have feelings for, you know, Okarun, which complicates things inside of their relationships. But now you also have this Gigi person and now it's an Okarun Gigi all kind of going for, you I know, Ayase. So, so it reminds me of like Inuyasha double love triangle mm -hmm. from like Kikyo yeah. Kagome Inuyasha and then Inuyasha Kagome Koga, you know what I mean? So that was really cool. But anyway, the reason why I'm saying what I'm saying though, um, before I tangent it off there is like, are we all kind of inside of the same vein that once they defeat this particular yokai, Gigi will get the powers of it? It for some reason. I, I wonder about that. Like yeah. he might get cursed by it. And right. so he develops his own powers based on that. Right, right. And they might use um Okaruin's golden ball to kind of stabilize his power if oh, it's wow. like you know it's like like if they kill him and it's like a vengeful parting curse it's like oh you killed me i'm gonna curse you to death <laughs> and they're like hey we need he's like oh no i'm withering because i'm like slowly draining my aura and they're like well okruin's like hey man i almost gave my dick to an alien because he gave me a sob story i will give <laughs> you my one testicle my yeah. one golden ball to keep you alive until we figure this out and i get yeah. the other balls i really don't need like, both right now i'm not using yeah what if Gigi is able to save himself though by separating his balls from his body well look at that there we go yeah hey. now he has silver balls and then yeah. we have gintoki and <laughs> gintoki yeah. and um but no, either way either way he is at this level because of how much he's been affected that he can see it now mm -hmm. we know right. that much at least right um which i mean the it happened with Ira because she came into contact with one of the golden balls. Whether right. or not Gigi did, who knows? Like it's it is also very possible that I don't know. Maybe even this yokai somehow got its hands onto one of the golden balls, and that's why it's gotten as powerful as it has. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I'd be all for the fact that like maybe one of the golden balls isn't an influence in this, and like this is all just like just be. really powerful ghost that is just it's just a coincidence that this happened after you lost your balls like right. who yeah. knows i feel like that's the case and then i also think that there is going to be an introduction of a third party antagonistic force on the yokai side because mm. we've had an expansion of like the alien forces in our most recent like nessie arc as kind mm -hmm. of like the a b a b alternating between aliens and boogeymen mm -hmm. um and now i think it's time for the boogeyman to get an expansion and have like there's gonna be kind of like dark occultists that will be like yeah no we are enhancing certain spirits we're you know and then you know they collect them like possession style pokemon or something like yeah that. yeah yeah and they're doing that. And so I feel like they're the ones that are ampli amplifying something. Um, like, that's my theory for the future. I feel like that's going to happen. Um, and I wonder what the uh, tidy whitey terror is going to be like. I yeah, feel like, like I wonder what be, kind of power he's gonna, set he's going to have. Like, what I does he do like to fight you? To be, um, 
like a Slender Man style strangler, oh, where sure. it's like the classic horror movie where noodly arms reach through the windows or beneath, like beneath the couch cushions yeah. or through the sink tap, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. It would be cool to have like a, a more, because I'm like trying to think like Don Didon's really good at not kind of like repeating the same gag, right? So far, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So if you have okarun on the speed you know and momentum side of things and then you have isa on like the crowd control you know snare envelop you know and just like psionic push kind of side of things and then you have you know ira on the acrobat you know like gymnast like martial arts side of things then like what would gg or what would this yokai's power set if it is going because i i I, I think that based on the history of the series and just like how it's kind of progressed so far from Ira to Gigi, I'm pretty confident that Gigi will get, if he is going to be a recurring, uh, a regular character, I think that by the end of this situation, he probably will inherit the abilities of this ghost that's been tormenting him for however long. There's a, there's an emotional link there. There's a traumatic link there. There's mm -hmm. like, I could totally see them giving more exposition later on the, the yokai and Gigi that makes it make more sense that they would eventually you know, come together after the defeat. So, like, I'm just wondering, like, what else is there inside of their dynamic that's missing? You know what I mean? Mm. Stealth, you know, um, I don't know, uh, uh, possession, like, from, you know, GG to another person. You know what I mean? After, this is all after the defeat of the, of the yokai and he gets the powers, assumingly. You know what I mean? Like, what would his power set be? Can he possess others? Can he go in and influence others, like, you know, psychologically uh, or something like that? Poltergeist really type cool. shit would because be cool. Because the building's a house, right. just tossed around furniture, rearranging rooms, shuffling rooms, a la right. Mugen Train kind oh, of thing. Oh, there we go, there we go. Um, I imagine something like that. Um, mm -hmm. But that would be kind I, of really cool. Um, with the I just want to see him. Sorry. Oh, sorry. No, I was gonna, the, sorry to interrupt. I just want to. Yeah, yeah. I just want to see ahead. him like. <laughs> I don't want to see him transform and just have the tidy whiteies. Just like a giant, like creepy smile on his face because, like, yeah. especially with the personality turns that we've gotten yeah. so far, yeah. with Okaroon being depressed and Ira just going full on into honorable samurai mode <laughs> yeah like, i want to see like this guy like just go just further into the goofy side yeah um yeah. but I, I really do like the idea of like the the room shuffling if that is in fact what it is any right. haunted house deserves a good room shuffle yeah yes and yeah. flying yes. furniture deserves it um it's hard for me to think of potential possibilities for the future of don to don especially this early because like Man, it's like things can just happen so randomly in Don to Don still, you know what I mean? Like yeah. some people might complain about that and, and think and, right. and, and and like not like that. I, I personally think it adds to the charm of the series personally. I like that. I think it's very charming. Yeah, very but it, it makes it hard to like think like based on the history of the series, what yeah. could happen in the future, you know yes. what I mean? So it's... I wasn't expecting a can based zombie. Yeah, what the threat. fuck? Like that I mean, was like uh, How could you predict that? So good at subverting character tropes yeah. that i'm like i genuinely can't call this one sometimes um and i want to tie in on to the double love triangle before i forget yes ira and Gigi have very similar colored hair as opposed to Momo oh shit okarun have very similar colored hair and That's they're fun. they're very they're both very similar um i feel like uh gg is going to be kind of like the male equivalent foil male yeah. foil for ira yeah and then there's gonna be that little bit of like 
love triangle stuff and then eventually those two pairs are going to settle on each other and be like you know you're more my speed you're you know these people are obviously set on the people that they're like and i you know i see your redeeming qualities and maybe we'll go on like a weird double date or something like that something like that <laughs> like, Love a, it. like a really awkward double date for adolescence it'll be yeah. great yeah. it'll be great it'll be super cringe <laughs> yeah. So, yeah i axel yeah i would also be interested um because I know there's a lot of stuff going on with the aliens and the yokai, mm-hmm. um, and the whole theory that the yokai are protecting the planet from the aliens. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Um, I'm whether that I'm is whether that is real quick. sure whether that is knowingly or unknowingly, um, like I, I'm very curious to see whether or not the aliens at some point are able to actually get a human subject and use them to replicate the yokai possession effect on the kids but with aliens oh i want to see if that's that, that's possible um because like obviously like transference or something whether they like because be obviously tight. we've been able to see we've been able to see the aliens fuse together but what if they're able to replicate that effect with the humans and whether then or not the human is still able to uh, be good or used for as a force of evil um like and, and i'm i am i'm not opposed to there being a bad yokai group right uh whether they are yokai or humans and their involvement with them i'm still also very interested to see what kind of hierarchy there is yes with exorcists like yes. is is granny some weird exception to the rule is she part of some kind of league a la like phantom seer yeah. With like you know, uh, Iori's is she a rogue sister. Agent? Great question. Is she a rogue agent? Like, and I'm not opposed to the 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 semi lack of structure that we've had so far. Like, it's been very uh, to go into you know the Super Sentai Common Rider Ultraman side of things. Mm-hmm. Very Monster of the Week esque format so far mm-hmm. of dealing with one monster one monster one monster one monster um rather than having like a necessarily like an overarching plot or reason other than just freaking getting okaroon's balls back yeah at this point well even like, inside that, of that, the aliens that is too, the plot in the aliens too axel like what like like are we gonna get a hierarchical you know grid of where the aliens fit in the bigger picture because the circoyans yes. are the only ones that have kind of come back multiple times now Right. right. So, and they, but are they working so for someone else? Are they the big bad? You know what I mean? Sure. Like that's a question. Are they just the middlemen? Yeah. They are probably they're probably the middlemen. I mean, they it's very possible, again, in a in a format similar to Ultraman, Super Sentai, Common Rider, it's very possible that they are like the mid-level boss or mm-hmm. managers. Um, you've got one step above that and a step above that, because again the way that they talk with other aliens was in a business format. Right. right. Like the, the yeah. fact of the matter was they were involved in a business. That's why they involved the mantis shrimp alien and Nessie in like the plot and saying, Oh, we're deducting this from your pay. We're deducting this from your pay. Yeah, like, oh, dude. Right. So what is oh. the, what is this pay structure? Like and what is this like Who's with this alien who, society? Who has exactly. all the capital? Yeah, if we yeah. start and going into think, like pol- politics inside the, of aliens, um, that's going to be insane. Lizard people. 
I'm waiting for the reptoids, like the British royal family or secretly reptile people. Like, I want to see reptile aliens and have a pseudo-possession where they have, you know, fake skins. And they're like, I want to do that doppelganger thing. It's like, I'm the real Momo. No, I'm the real Momo. And they use technology to mimic Momo's abilities. And then they have to, like, figure out which one's the real one. And then maybe, like, uh, Okarun says some, like, really romantic shit. The re reptile isn't affected, and then the real Momo, like, blushes, and they're mm. like, ha, gotcha! And then, <laughs> like, I could see mm. that happening, yeah. but I do want to see, like, because of, like, the idea of, like, they have this seemingly, like, capitalist alien structure, mm -hmm. um, I think that the reptoids would be a perfect fit for ha being the people who are like, we control the background, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. I'm kind of interested in seeing if the aliens will be able to develop a sort of Ghostbusters technology. And like trap him inside batteries. Um, Ooh, okay. I think it all depends Just, on who or what they're able to get, get hold as of. specimens. And like it's, it's one of those things where it's it's bound to happen eventually oh like, wow like, no mellow just snapped because like what if hold on wait a minute dude because aliens and ghosts technology versus like spiritual you know like metaphysical stuff like there's totally going to be a character in the series who is like okarun but like on steroids and is just like super scientific has technology that can fight yokai you know what i mean like in similar way in a similar vein to ghostbusters you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or like vice versa in some kind of capacity. That would be so cool if like everybody that like ends up fighting in this series wasn't just someone who was possessed with go uh, possessed or um, influenced by ghost powers. You know what I mean? Like uh, adding a scientific element like a there would be insane. Character. Yeah. Or like a regular um, human that doesn't have any powers that has somehow found a way to tap into something that can allow him to fight yeah. Yokai. Talismans, holy water, yeah, shit like that. silver that powder. so cold. I mean, so the talisman, silver powder, and what that that would still kind of lend into the exorcism side of things. Sure, though, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and I want to see my Batman. I, as great as that would be, like, I I just question: Do I want? Do I want that? Because it has been this battle of yokai versus aliens. Do I really want this third? uh force to be a part of it like the more I, I the merrier in my opinion like and i, I get that really but like yeah. at the same time do i like i don't necessarily want there to be so much going on that certain stuff is lost or not as developed That's as it could cool. be oh, sure. yeah, because absolutely. of that, that and i'm gonna fear. bring up gantz again yeah i'm gonna yeah. bring up gantz again sure. because gantz, gantz was just like all right what if we introduced psychics and vampires for whatever reason and incorporate them into the story and then never really never up. do yeah pretty much yeah like no I, that's a that's a good fear to have a combination of both your ideas okay with the exorcist from nox and like a tightening of like loose threads for axel I think that the aliens are going to pose as humans and hire an exorcist and say, these kids are possessed by yokai and we need you to get rid of them. Oh, okay. I was more on the side of like Ghostbusters type technology from a human mm -hmm. element. You know what I mean? Because you brought up Ghostbusters. So I was like, well then yeah, like an o a, a, a kind of Okaroon style character that looked into it a lot more than Okaroon ever did. Older has access to more money and actually started developing technology that can deal with spirits 
You know what I mean? Like, because like if you run into a spirit uh, item, then now, or, or if you run into a yokai specifically, now you can see them. So that can happen to someone without them being possessed or cursed by one. It now, would fit. Yeah. I'm sorry. It would fit into a mentor type character. Right. Cause that's right. the thing is that we are, we have a mentor type character for the yokai side of things. We do not have a mentor type character for the alien side. Right, of things. Right. So that, that could work for that. Yeah. Cause yeah. again, like, in the case that like there are more alien things that happen like they they're they're really like they have to spitball pretty much at this point like yes they, they're going off of okaroon's knowledge to an extent but like they don't have that same level of expertise that they do on the side of things with yeah. granny seiko yes or even turbo granny in the cat like yeah those are have, both um... two mentor type characters where we, as we don't have that on the alien side of things. Yeah, you have a kid yeah. with internet access and a lot of free time. Like, that's yeah. all you got going right now. Yeah. And that's powerful in and of itself. But... Oh, man. Yeah, with enough prep time, Batman <laughs> can blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> well, gentlemen, we are kind of, like, coming up on, like, the hour and a half point of the conversation. So I don't know if there's any kind of, like, final thoughts that you want to throw out there. I feel like if we start talking too much more about theories, it could go on for three hours. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like, don't yeah. tell me. Don't tell so, me. So I don't know, like, um, it's, like for me, like, I love this. I love this series as as a rookie of the year. I think I agree with you, Axel. There isn't anything that it's doing wrong to me yet. You know what I mean? I'm loving every single moment no. of every single thing that it's doing. So I don't really have too much on the final thoughts that you know that hasn't already really been said already. But yeah, go ahead, you guys. Let us know uh, kind of last things you want to say about the series before we close it off. This series tickles a lot of my sweet spots. I, I'm a sucker for slice of life romances. I'm a sucker for sci-fi and absolute horror. Um, this balances a lot of the seriousness and silliness very well. Um, excellent series. I highly recommend it. Please give it a chance. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which I think for anyone that we have in our audience they our, either have read it or don't care it. about spoilers and if they don't yes. care about spoilers and haven't read it we told them like the entire series now at Ab this point but absolutely. still though go read Honestly, it if you haven't the delivery <laughs> is worth it like yeah. even know it like rereading it for me i knew everything that was going to happen and by rereading it i was still like really moved and blown away and i think yes. that having taken time to allow it for like two volumes and stuff and getting almost 30 chapters reading it as a like a block yeah. is much more satisfying. This is definitely a series that you want to reread after a few chapters keep coming in. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Axel. I'm going to take this as a moment uh, is a soapbox for manga plus in general, Yeah, because I think this is just further proof that more people need to take note of what is happening in manga plus because it, it continues to churn out some absolute standout successes. Like I said, we've had, at least currently, we've got Spy X Family, we've got Kaiju Number 8, and we've got Dandadan filling out this trio of high-selling series that are running in Manga Plus. Um, but on top of that, there are other ones that we get in the States that are really good um, from various new and old authors covering various different genres. I will admit there's a lot of romance stuff going on right now for the True. English stuff yeah. that we are getting in Manga Plus. But it's one of these things where it's just like, I want more people to look into what Jump Plus 
covers because there are so many great series that we get either weekly or every other week and it's fantastic now i i will admit that i have not read everything that is currently going on in jump plus and or the things that have finished their runs in jump plus but i have been absolutely enjoying the things that i have been reading i've been enjoying ron kamanohashi from the creator of katekyo hitman reborn nice. i have in, in loved uh hokkaido girls and um uh the sakimai-san um romance series that are in there i love the absurdity of sensei it's touching me which is literally about these two yakuza with one of them cross-dressing and acting as a dentist Mm -hmm. with absolutely absurdist comedy and love triangles and all this stuff yeah love that uh ghost reaper girl from the creator of uh rosario vampire Mm. um which got a is getting a physical viz release but which watch isn't you know for whatever reason oh wow whatever you know no i'm not Not hurting on the inside or anything um and then (laughs) even one of the most recent ones that came out and i'm i'm blanking on the names i'm gonna pull it up here because i'm forgetting uh go fast go fast go fast come on where are you diamond in the rough diamond (laughs) in the rough which in and of itself is a diamond in the rough like there are so many great things that is coming that are coming from Jump Plus, and yeah, I want more people to look into them. And I also really want Shueisha to give us more things from their Jump Plus catalog because their Jump Plus catalog is actually really big. Yeah, we don't we 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 get a mere fraction of the stuff that they are actually publishing on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So, like, I want more people to pay attention to them so we can get more of it translated over here like it's a free service yes it's free like that's the the insane thing is that like it it makes it so that people don't have an excuse not to read official releases on things when it's being handed to us for free like say what you will about viz media and three dollars a month like yeah it's free it's to free read Jump Plus and you get the most recent things. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Well said. Yeah. Right. Very, but very I well absolutely, said, again, love love Don to Don. I think it is rookie manga of the year. Uh we'll see if anything tops it. It's and I'm you know, I I won't I won't stop that possibility. Yeah. Because there are a lot of new series that come out every year that you have to wait for a fan translation for. Uh, and by all means, there could be something that is just kind of waiting out there. I mean, like, I I loved Crazy Food Truck. It wasn't mm-hmm. getting, you know, fan translations for a while. And then Viz the other day, too, was just like, hey, Crazy Food Truck, we're we're publishing it. It's yeah. just like, love yeah, it. Yeah, that was, that was a nice one. I like that a lot. Because that's, um, that's not like, even a Shueisha title. That's Kodansha. Right, like, right, right. What? It's like, how did this even get here? This is insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. But I cut you oh, yeah. off, Bello. I, you, oh, you were no saying worries, something. No oh, sure. I, I feel like um, you saying, like, it's the rookie series of the year, and I wonder if anything can top it. Like, if Don to Don is this good and anything does top it, I am so here for yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Like, yeah. Give it to me. It's it's like, oh, yeah, no. I'm going to get spoiled one of these days. I'm going to get spoiled. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. But I'm getting there. Yeah. For sure. Incredible conversation, gentlemen. Um, I think that that is, uh, that is everything that we wanted from this stream that is so past due. Thank you all so much for your patience for this stream. Thank you guys for pulling up and watching the stream. If you're still here, 
and uh big shout out to our new follower eden z blue and uh scorpio mars i think is how you say that shout out to kaizoku for gifting mellow the tier one sub shout out to sean p dub warrior for subscribing for 15 months big shout out to all of you guys out there um, as far as like a major announcement goes in regards to Don to Don, I think now that we've finally done this stream, I can officially say we will be adding it to our special grade coverage week to week, which is extremely exciting. Um, for those of you who don't know, we're Project Manga. We review <coughs> weekly Shonen Jump on YouTube. And right now we're covering One Piece, My Hero Academia, Black Clover Mashal, Dr. Stone, and Jujutsu Kaisen. Over on Patreon, we have another Weekly Shonen Jump and Weekly Shonen Magazine review series where we cover things like Undead Unluck, uh, Ranger Reject, which is going to be back on the 20th, thank God, um, Shangri-La Frontier, Elusive Samurai, and uh, blah, 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 what's the other Kaiju one? Kaiju. Kaiju. Kaiju number eight. There we go. So we'll be adding Don to Don to that list moving forward. Probably the next episode we do, we'll have Don to Don because I'm just raring to go on that. You know what I mean? So super excited for that. Um, some people already knew that, but thought I'd make an official statement for it. I'll also make like a tweet about it. But yeah, if you guys showed up late to the stream or if you weren't able to stay, we will be throwing this on YouTube. We're going to throw it on Patreon um, for a couple days just so that our early access patrons can eat off that for a little bit. But it will be going on YouTube. We'll set it up as like a premiere style, um, you know, uh, uh, video so that, you know, you can get the live chat going and whatnot and try to recreate this atmosphere as best as we can for the YouTube viewers. But Axel, thank you so much for joining us tonight or today. We usually do this at night. Thank you for joining us. I know, us. right? Yeah. <laughs> and I have like all of like my windows closed and shit. So it's like, but yeah, thanks for joining us, man. For those um, out there who might not be familiar with your content, I'm going to open up the floor to you to go ahead and throw a plug out there. Let them know what you do and where they can find you. Absolutely. So for those that don't know me, uh, which I mean, most of the people in the comments already do, but I'm Axel from Axel Blaze Productions. Uh, I am the Dolphin Man, but this is my human persona. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I cover, uh, I have a weekly podcast that I do covering various anime and manga content. Uh, for the month of October, I am doing Spooktober content right now that is getting claimed by YouTube because I am putting in Cartoon Network clips and whatnot. Fucking um, YouTube. But I know. Uh, <laughs> but like the, the first half of a two-part uh halloween special i've got on there with eden's blue and ca analysis we're talking about the cartoon cartoons era of car uh, halloween specials Hell which yeah. was the best time uh all of the nostalgia um so yeah you guys can find me at axel blaze productions on youtube uh my twitter handle is axel ablaze underscore pac standing for productions and cosplay not that i cosplay as much right now because you know conventions yeah they're not you know going <laughs> really as, a much. Thing as much um, i never knew that that's what pac stood for i'm glad that yeah I that so it would have been productions yeah. um but uh i don't think it fits sure. <laughs> with the twitter handle right right, right. it is long yeah. um but yeah that's what yeah i know most people don't know that that's what the pac stands for sure. um but yeah you can find me on youtube or twitter um I've got a Discord group as well, but it's it's small. All the links and whatnot are on my YouTube channel or on my Twitter for those that are interested in that. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, happy to be a part of this. Uh, always happy to be a part of a Project Manga discussion since yeah, I dude. get to show my face. Yeah, yeah. Glad to have you, bro. Um, always a pleasure, never a chore. But yeah, um, it's just in, 
in front of my window, and that's why I've been bright video all day. For <laughs> you look this, good. Uh, you stream. look good. Absolutely. Oh, thank <laughs> what you. a good place it is. <laughs> but all right, that is going to do it for our discussion tonight. Um, thank you all once again. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up. We'll leave you guys with another um, anime opening for a couple of minutes uh, just to chat and like say thank you once again in in the uh in the live chat but all right we'll see you guys on youtube oh yeah let me uh or we'll see you guys on twitter and discord and shit let me get like all of the links in here real quick so join our discord if you're not already follow us on twitter there's the patreon if you care and we are going to go ahead and wrap it up this is project manga don to don one shots i'm your host nox i'm mellow yenis and i'm the dolphin guy <laughs> and, uh, we'll catch y'all next time